Is this in, in lieu of our song? Is us crying? Yeah. Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Why me? Why Riley? Joy, Who's your friend who likes to play bingo? Bingo. So. That's what we're talking about today. Can we start this by literally saying spoiler alert? Oh yeah, spoiler alert. Watch Inside Out before you listen to us talk about it. Sorry. Yeah. Because there's there's just no way around it. So yeah. make also, sure you watch it. I'm eating steak and shake fries right now, and I hope you can all... I, I'm going to really just amp this up for you guys. This is this is real sexy right here. Hold on. Mmm. Great. Speaking of which... Did I tell you? This is so random. There's no more melted cheese and at the um, mm-hmm. toppings bar. Yeah, it's been banned. I heard about that. I heard about it. Isn't it like the most bizarre thing? Yeah, a little bit of Walt Disney World news for you guys. Coming, also, at, coming at you fast and fresh. Also, selfie sticks. But selfie sticks. Leave it outside. Thirtieth. Let me tell you guys, the cast members are ready. They have been waiting cast for this. Cast members have been dying for this. Except it's not. It's only at Disney Quest and Downtown Disney. Like, in all the common areas, it's fine. Mm, interesting. Oh. Okay, so let's get to what we are here for, ladies and gentlemen, inside out. <laughs> Can I start off this podcast by saying, there's another podcast pod called Pop Culture Happy Hour, mm-hmm. and they do an episode specifically about Inside Out, I think it was like two weeks ago. I mean, it's very well done, and it's the very smart version of what we're going to say. Yeah. Because we're going to have a... We're going to have a lot of gasps and a lot of, like, cries uh, 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 and a lot of, like, stutters. Stutters, just guttural noises. Guttural noises. And we won't be able to, like, vocally express what we need to express. And they really put it in words. Yeah. But you'll get it. You'll get it. Okay, Adam, what did you like about this? Did you like this movie? You know, Mm. I had high expectations for this movie. But I honestly had no idea. Like, the trailer didn't lead on anything. Like, it gave you no background of, like... All I knew from this trailer was that I was going to cry because there was the moment in the trailer where she and her family are, like, hugging on the ground in their apartment crying while I'm going to weep. I knew that was going to happen. And I knew that I was going to laugh because literally the most incredible people were cast as voice actors. Yeah, let's just yeah, let's just talk about Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler, Mindy Kaling, um Phyllis Smith. Mm-hmm. Um what's his Lewis name? Lewis Black. Lewis Black and, and then uh Bill Hader. Yep. Like five of the literal funniest people in Hollywood right now. Also, did you know her Phyllis Smith's backstory? Yeah. She was she the was, reader she for was, yeah, she was auditions like, at the at, office. At the office. And, and they, then were, they were just like, you're funny enough, like, just doing these readings. And so then she got that part, and now she's, like, blossoming into this, like, Hollywood story. It's so funny. Um, what did you like about the movie? I don't know. I can't, like... Uh, <laughs> this <laughs> is where the guttural noises begin. Um, honestly, it was just... It was so imaginative Mm -hmm. it was so smart it was so funny 
It was so moving. It was so profound, and yet, like, I love simple. That it was, this, it was still simple. It was so simple. It was literally exterior. It was just the story of this little girl who moves to San Francisco, who like can't handle it. Yeah. In her mind, you see like how it affects like everything. Mm-hmm. How it was so smart. There's a scene where they go through abstract thought. And I was like, children do not understand any of these jokes. Like, they were going right over your head. But, like, oh, they're funny shapes now, so that's funny. So, yeah. like, I don't... It was so smart. It was so smart. Yeah, that's what I really liked about it, is that they trusted the audience that they will, like, get and understand all these things yeah. that they're saying without having to try hard. Like, they didn't have to, like, shove it down our throats. They were just like, this is just the truth. Yeah. Like, of the movie. Yeah. And we know that you're going to get it and you're going to click. So we and just trust filled, that you take it. Filled with jokes. Like, yeah. so every joke, there's, there's like, every line is a joke. Every line's like this funny reference to something. Mm-hmm. Like, I loved when they were doing the dream. They were like, it was like a, it was like a movie or yeah. like a show or whatever. Yeah. And they were like doing it live and the actors like couldn't. Like, they sucked. Like, they were terrible. My favorite was a lot of, like, in the beginning of the movie, Amy Poehler's joy had a lot of, um, like, just, like, little, like, you picture Amy Poehler making the faces or, like, doing the things I literally was was like, oh, Leslie Nope. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Where she would be, like, when she gave uh, Sadness all those manuals to read, and she was like, oh, I'm so jealous, I gotta go to work, and you get to do all this fun stuff. how joy has that like blue aura around mm-hmm. her the whole movie it's because it's to foreshadow like her eventual like linkage with sadness they like developed that type of there's this incredible type of animation they developed where it's like yeah the characters are made of these these like dots yeah like, it's like pointillism, pointillism. basically an animation which has never if been you, done before i don't think if you like paid attention like in those shots of joy like the little dots are like glowing and yeah. like flashing and I like guess, she's made up of active little dots yeah. and i guess all it was gonna be was it was just gonna be joy that was mm. gonna be that thing and then yeah. the rest were gonna be like more normal type animation and then lassiter saw and it was super expensive yeah. and then lassiter saw it and he was like nope, nope. we're doing it for every character and they were yeah. like okay and then that just like made their budget go through the roof but yeah. like it was such a cool effect and all of their shapes i guess were like a reference to something. So, like, joy is shaped like a star. Sadness mm. is sa- shaped like a teardrop. Uh, disgust is shaped like broccoli. <laughs> um, anger is shaped like a brick. Yeah. And uh, fear is shaped like a nerve. Like a oh, yeah. actual nerve in your body. Which is really funny. Yeah, I felt like the animation was at a whole new level. Because you can, like... F- you can see the textures that they were all made up of different things. Mm-hmm. Like you can, you can just like feel the textures of the different emotions and how they were all different. Like they were made up of different materials. And there was so much like slapstick comedy. Yeah, that I feel like hasn't really been, been in done in a since, long time. Yeah, I don't think Monsters Inc. Yeah, the first not the not Monsters University, but like actual Monsters Inc. Yeah, which is. So fun. Yeah. Like, Fear as a character was literally there to... Be fi- he was physical be comedy. Funny. Yeah, be physical <laughs> comedy. Thank you so much. I thought Sadness had a lot of good um, 
she her humor was really 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 good like th- when i watch because i watch it twice and then the second time all of sadness's humor had the gave the best laughs because the audience were just like she's so miserable <laughs> oh she's terrible or like when joy figures out like how to find sadness is just to like find follow the, the yeah. follow the path of blue memories yeah. like brilliant but like oh i don't even know i loved and they talked about this in pop culture happy hour too if you go listen to that um that there isn't a villain yeah, they lead you on the Bing Bong at the beginning. Like it's like, oh, I don't Bing Bong. I can talk about Bing, Bing Bong's Bong. the villain because Bing Bong is like the Hans. You yeah, know, yeah, he's or, the Hans. He's the yeah, um, Lotso. And then and yeah. then people are like, no, no, he's not the villain. Oh God, <laughs> I'm sorry, Bing line, Bong. When he said the line, "Take her to the moon for me," I don't think I've ever cried harder. Everyone in the theater, everyone in the theater was like, I wish this wasn't, I wish this audio podcast was visual just so you could see the tears in my eyes right now. The next day at work, I thought about that scene and started getting emotional in the middle of a meeting. I was like, keep it together. God damn it. Big boom. Who's your I think the thing that I love about Bing Bong is that like, because people have, like we have this, um, we have this belief that, like, once you become older, you lose that sense of play and, like, imagination that you had when you were a child where literally everything, like, the world was made up of your imagination. And it's that sign of, like, in order for Riley to, like, mature, basically, and to be able to deal with complex emotions, she had to, like, give up that part of her life. And that's why, like, Bing Bong, like, gave himself up because it's like it's like the only way for Riley to like even have a future is if I stop existing. Well and I loved I just loved the idea that like I I really did appreciate that at the end of the movie throughout any point in that movie there was nobody that was like the bad guy. Yeah. Like there wasn't like sadness wasn't like how sadness was creating conflict wasn't because she wanted like her way or like she had yeah. her own agenda it she was just always like, felt so bad that she messed up yeah. she was like oh i'm sorry and like the thing was like Ugh. in the beginning of the movie when she would like start touching those memories she was just like i just i don't know why i want to like yeah. i don't know why it's... and that's that's riley like because riley wants to be sad mm-hmm. but like it's that conflict of like she wants to be sad but she also like knows that being happy is what, what everyone wants what everyone her. wants for her and what she knows will work so it's yeah. just like Ugh. The I fact that the the fact that the whole meaning of the movie is you can be happy and sad at the same time. That's it. That's all it's trying to say. <laughs> but it does it in such a great way. Um, Damn it. Just leaving someone alone with anger, fear, and disgust is like brilliant, and like what that ter- turns them into mm-hmm. is so funny. Um, the world building that they did in this movie I with know. the islands of personality that was really clever. Like the five main like. These are my five traits. Yeah. Like, that was so cool and interesting mm-hmm. to, like, think about it that way. But the people in front of us, and my friend Lisa, when I watched it the second second time, the first thing that they noticed was the genders of the emotions and, uh-huh. the, and the gender of the person that they're in. And I was like, look at, look at them, like, opening this conversation. And it's like, because, I mean, Riley has the... Riley's emotions are, like, the basic, the standard, and they all come with their preconceived gender. But if you look at the emotions in the other people, how they flash them, like, they reflect the 
like just the ex- expression or the personality of that person because like the mom and the dad and like the adults they're just like one gender mm-hmm. all of the emotions share one gender but like the pizza girl or like um the clown like they had a mixture of genders in theirs like some of them were guys and some of them were girls that idea that like we're, it's all the same. Everyone has the same emotions. It's just how they are expressed is different. But like at the end of the day, we all share these five emotions because we're all we're all human beings. But back to Bing Bong. <laughs> back to Bing Bong. Because Bing Bong was I'm just crying forever. Uh, I really think I'm a sucker for like stories about like growing up and like childhood innocence being dismantled. Like a, would you call it a coming of age story? Or as they say, a Bildungs Roman. Yeah, and like, that's like, it's, I mean, it's pre-coming of age, because we don't even see her like... She gets to like 12 at the end of the movie, I think. Yeah. And also like the growing, um, the growing like command center. Because I noticed that when the second time I watched it, when she was born, she only had one button. And yep. then, like, mm-hmm. the adults have, like, an entire room of, like, buttons. Yeah. And then at the end of the movie, when she, after this whole entire journey, she gets an upgrade. Riley gets yeah. an upgrade, and she gets, like, a bigger Yeah, she gets a new iOS. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's up to she, she's snow. Now. She's, like, Snow Leopard right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> literally go see it a million times. It had the biggest opening weekend ever for an original Premise, yeah, original concept. a non sequel, yeah, which is like amazing. They showed it at Cannes, and like that's the first I think animated movie that's ever done that. Um, it's just like so, it's so good. They really, yeah, it really like captures you from the beginning, and it really yeah. like brings you in yeah. to the story. Um, the parents made me weep when they like held her at the end. Yeah, it's just so it, they're just so like real and honest. The whole thing was great. Yeah. I have nothing bad to say about it. I literally have no... I had no <laughs> problems with this film. The thing is, like, I really like that Pixar is also, like, understanding that the people that are watching their movies are also growing and they're, like, learning. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like... Well, it's for everyone. Like... Yeah. There are some production companies that make an animated film and you're like, okay, this is intended for children and I'm not specifically talking about the Minions, but I'm looking specifically right at the Minions when I speak about that. Also, the trailer that they showed, they showed the entire plot of the movie. Okay, yeah. I don't need to see <laughs> Minions now because I know what the whole thing's about. Like, yep. that trailer was five and a half minutes long, and I was like, and it showed you the, the journey. Movie? Did I walk in the wrong theater? Um, I do want to watch the Charlie Brown movie. Oh, the Charlie Brown the movie. The Peanuts movie. Good. That looks really good. Yeah. That's not... Di- we'll talk about that on a different podcast. The non-dysfunctional podcast. Yeah. The functional The orderly. <laughs> no, I just think it was a really smart, clever, funny, brilliant, sad, hilarious, joyful movie that just celebrated, like, life. Yeah. It just celebrated how complex we are. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about the actual best part of the movie. Oh, what was that? Before the movie when What's-His-Face... Oh, we make doctor. Yeah. He's like, we, we love making movies, but... We love it because you're here and you can and you're watching it and you're yeah. appreciating our and, work. And we appreciate that you are took here. the time out of your day to do this whatever bullshit. But it was so can. like we appreciate that you're here and just know that you are appreciated and that you are wanted and you you know, you are alive. You're here right now. 
they wanted this movie to speak to like like I think it's an anti-bullying thing that really worked. <laughs> yeah. We we needed like three minutes to talk about lava. Uh. <laughs> if you don't see the short before the movie, you are not doing this movie correctly. <laughs> Because it'll basically, I think it's a, it's a warm-up for your it's tear ducts. It's a warm-up for your tear ducts. You know, you gotta get those calisthenics in. Um, so that after, after the short, it'll just, like, flow out, and you're just like, well, yeah, this I, is gonna I, I have never cried so much during a short in my entire life. And there are, like, sad shorts. Are there? Jerry's Game. Jerry's Game. I cried at um, La Luna, and I don't know why. Because it was just like, but it was just like so beautiful. Yeah, it was beautiful, beautifully done. Um, but no, lava was the mo- first of all. It was an opera. It was a Hawaiian opera. I think there's something about listening to the ukulele while watching waves. this volcano. hearing waves, hearing waves, and watching this volcano weep. I'm just oh like, oh my god! Oh. I can't like. That's it. Was also the most beautiful song. I loved the. It didn't rhyme. Like it was just. It was so Sondheim. It was so <laughs> also like. It was Sondheim meets like Stephen Schwartz meets like like Brecht because it was so yeah. just like uh, uh, just god, like so purging weird. emotion. Oh my god! And I don't believe that any of that science is accurate, but. Yeah, I don't think that's how volcanoes work. I don't think that's how volcanoes work at all, but but I don't, I couldn't care less. I mean, they also did a short about fishing for stars, and that's not Or umbrellas finding love. (laughs) Oh, I think I cried at that one, too. (laughs) I I know I cried that, well, this was um, Disney, it wasn't a Pixar shirt, but um, Feast? Feast, I know I cried at Feast. Guys, if you haven't seen any of this and you still listen to this podcast, like, I'm sorry that we've ruined literally everything. I hope they... Do you think they'll put, like, that song on iTunes? The Lava Song? Probably. Before we finish out on Inside Out, they do a lot of... A lot of their jokes are, like, things that happen to you because it's in your Mm -hmm. mind. So you're just like, deja vu. They make a joke about it. When, like, a song keeps popping in your head, like a gum commercial. And we all have, like, that one commercial that's in our head all the time. 1-800-STEAMER. That's yours. Steamer gets carpet cleaner. You could tell the adults were like, oh my god, I know how my children work now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh god. Yeah. I would love... And the thing is, the, the thing that I love is that they are basically saying every person has their own... Their emotions go on their own journey. Like... I love that everyone has their own head emotion. Yeah, that like was a, really like a leader. I liked how we were like, we're gonna stop talking about this now, and then we kept talking about it. I know, like <laughs> Riley's is joy, but her mom's is sadness, and her dad's is ang- anger. Yeah, I don't know if they just why did... is it sadness? I know, I don't know if they just did that because they just wanted to polarize the two. So it's like dad and mom are two different people, but at the same time, like I don't know. I think it also is showing that like you, your emotions kind of homogenize a little bit. So yeah, it's they like kind of just start balancing each other. Balancing out. each other, yeah. So they're not as crazy. I think that's what they're trying to say. That when you're born, they are those five different. Well, when you're born, it's just anger. I mean, it's joy and sadness. Joy and sadness. And you just go from like giggling to crying in yeah. like a matter of seconds. Sadness was probably my favorite character. 
Really? And then Bing Bong. I think... Sadness and Bing Bong. I think Disgust was my favorite character. <laughs> I'm looking at my Tsum Tsums that I have of all of them, and I think Disgust was my favorite. She was just so... Like, it was. The, I know my role yeah. in this entire story. First and of all, I'm her outfit is it. super cute. I know, it was really cute. It was and like leggings and a leggings and a like a a little like dress, a, yeah, <laughs> a little green dress, it was like a little fifties with an ascot, yeah, with an ascot. <laughs> a neckerchief, <laughs> with like which like first of all, let's bring that back. Yeah, can we bring ascots back? Do we want to do what's the D real quick? Because I already know mine. Let's do our D's. It's time for everyone's favorite. What's the D? So Disney. Okay, what's yours since you already know what yours is? And you can't say um, Inside Out. <laughs> no. <laughs> my D is Inside Out. Let's talk about that for another 20 minutes. Um, my D is um, Sum Sums. Oh, God. I don't even know if these are... Are they strictly Disney or are they like... I think so, yeah. Oh, are they? I don't know. And they think they like started in... I know they're like Japanese. Started in Japan. Yeah. Um, they're these... If you don't know what a Sum Sums are, they are T-S-U-M, T-S-U-M. They are little, they're more akin to like a beanie baby, I guess. They're just little collectibles. They're little plush collectibles. They look like baby hamsters cosplaying as different Disney characters. Yes, that is a great, uh, yeah, correct. And I went into the Once Upon a Toy Store in downtown Disney and saw the uh, uh, Inside Out ones and proceeded to buy all of them. So... (laughs) Well, we still need Hero and Baymax. Well, no, no, I'm, I complete... got all the Inside Out. Yeah, we got all the Inside Out. So we have Joy, Sadness, Anger, Disgust, Fear, and... Bing Bong. Bing Bong. Bing Bong. Oh my god. I'm, like, getting emotional thinking about that scene. <sighs> okay. Yeah. And then we also got um, Honey, Lemon, and Go-Go from Big Hero 6. But we still need Baymax. Hero. 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 And I mean, I wasabi. guess Wasabi and Fred. And Fred. But. <laughs> Take them or leave them, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I want all of them because I'm going to be one of those people. Because Disney people are collector people. You know what it would be nice? If you could do it in like those, um. The Ikea squid grid. Yes! How do you know exactly <laughs> what you did say? this? Yeah. In the like little Ikea like bookshelf that's all squares. Fine, I'll get one. Fine. My D, today I uh, went and saw Star Wars Episode 1 because my friend wants to do... Episode 1 or Episode 4? Episode 1. Oh. Because he wants to do, chronologically, every one, one, once a month, do a Star Wars movie. Until the movie. Until the new one. And I just forgot... I mean, okay, Star Wars Episode One was the first Star Wars that I saw, like, in theaters. Because, mm-hmm. like... Right. Because I'm... Because you weren't born in the 1960s? Born in, no. Oh, okay. Um, I realized that the movie came out in the 70s. Yeah. I feel like we're going to get somebody that's like, What, you think it came out in the 60s? <laughs> no. You would have to be born in the 60s or at least the very early 70s to remember that. Okay. And Somebody's going to do it. I, like, I had to put that preface in there. I guess I just to like the four forgot. To listen to this podcast. I forgot how. We're in a tiger. I'm looking at you. I forgot how bad it is. <laughs> I 
I mean, I mean, when I first watched it, I thought it was cool, and I was like, oh, that's Padme Amidala, but that's not her. That's her decoy. Oh, I just found like it's Kira Knightley. I forgot that it was Kira Knightley. I thought it was. It's Natalie Portman, but her decoy is Kira Knightley. What? Yeah, I've never seen this. Oh. I'm not joking. I've seen four, five, six. Four, five, six. I think I've seen all. Four. I know I've seen four. I think I've seen five. And I'm pretty sure it's And just like watching it, I was like, oh, I remember this plot point. Oh, I remember that. But I don't think I ever saw one, two, three. But it's just, oh my god, the little boy that plays Anakin Skywalker, like, he's like... The worst actor? He's not the worst. He's just in a different movie. He's acting like he's in, like, a Disney Channel show. So it's like, oh, jeez! Oh, I wish I was a Jedi! <laughs> it's just like, calm down. And, like, Liam Neeson is like, the force is strong. You know you. what you should do if you ever have to bleep out me saying a curse word. It should be like Mickey's giggle. Okay, fine. Do that. Okay, so I'm gonna cuss. So <laughs> you can just do that. Great. What's the cuss word? <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> I was gonna say fart. Oh man, guys, we almost got in a fight about this podcast. Because yesterday I was like, I want to record a podcast tonight, and then so this is he gonna got be a- home at like one a.m. <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool, I'm not gonna stay up at one a.m. But it's now one twenty. Because today you came home late. No, because there was an accident on I four. But you got mad at me because you thought I was gonna come home late. Because you made it seem like you. This is the text. I was like, okay, I'm leaving work, and he was like, okay, great, uh, I'll leave soon. And I was like, excuse me? Why Why am I rushing to leave work? So, listeners, uh, uh, put in uh, hashtag Team Adam or hashtag Team RJ to tell us whose side you're on. I hate you so much. And if you don't get hashtag Team Adam, we have, a, we have somebody who followed us. We have a, somebody who tweeted about Some guy us. was like, oh, listen to the podcast. This episode's gonna be a little, take a little longer because we literally wanted to record the night before a new episode was up yeah, because, because we, we want, wanted to talk, we didn't about, talk about Inside, inside out. out like two weeks from yeah, now. Yeah, we, we really just wanted to talk about Inside Out because you deserve to hear us make Squeals. noises. Yeah. Thank you for listening, listeners. You can like us on Facebook. Uh, www double dot facebook double, double dot double dot com don't do double dots <laughs> you're not gonna get anywhere slash the d pod that's t h e d p o d you can like us there uh, tell your friends tell your family tell your gay gay marriage oh yeah that's a thing um, and so make sure you tell everyone and ha- tell and your fun. friends tell your family tell your coworkers tell your neighbors tell your dogs tell Tell your enemies. Yeah, if you want to just, Tell like, your play... your leaders. Play I want your, Barack Obama to listen to this podcast. If you just want to, like, play our episodes, like, while you're gone so your dog has something to listen to. Yeah, they would really like cool. it. They'll be no, like, they, yeah, your dogs would... Your dogs... Let me tell you about your dogs, okay? They would like this podcast. <laughs> your cats won't. All right, thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Oh, wait. Bye. I want to finish with a funny joke. Um... I'm going to play the triple dangum thing song. Oh, I want to finish with a joke. Um, um, why, uh, um. I hate you so much right now. Where You're thinking way too hard right now. Where, (laughs) I'm trying to come up with an original, 
Original. Oh, it's because you want to just say something that's already been said before, and because you're. Excuse me. Because you're. Yeah. Excuse me. What was that? Okay. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> Triple then gum will make you smile. Triple then gum. It lasts a while. Triple then gum will help you mister to punch that breath right in the kisser. Triple then gum will make you smile. Triple then gum. It lasts a while. Triple then gum will help you mister to punch that breath right in the kisser. Triple then gum will make you smile.